Hey, I'm Elia Einhorn. Welcome to the TalkHouse podcast. Today I'm joined by... Nick Dawson, Editor-in-Chief of TalkHouse Film. Listeners, you might have caught Tuesday's episode, the conversation between Flying Lotus and Terrence Nance. We're dropping two joints on you this week. Today you'll hear two names you might know from Saturday Night Live in conversation, Taryn Killam and Kyle Mooney. This was a talk we recorded live at the flagship Sonos store in Soho. Sadly, you were away for this one, so I took the reins. This conversation was timed to the release of Kyle Mooney's excellent new movie, Brigsby Bear, which he stars in and also co-wrote. If you're listening on the day we drop this, it's coming out tomorrow, July 28th. July 28th. I personally really love this movie. It's a film that I saw without knowing a ton about it. What I can say is it's a very sweet, original, kind of quirky comedy about friendship and and a love of movies. And yeah, I, I'd say go in, go in fresh like I did. Let the movie happen to you. You'll really enjoy it. It's, it's one to see with friends, with family, with lovers, mistresses, you know, anybody really. And he brought in some friends for this. The cast is pretty amazing. Yeah, in addition to Kyle in the movie, there's Claire Danes, Matt Walsh, Greg Kinnear, uh, Beck Bennett also from, from SNL, Michaela Watkins, Jane Adams, and even Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker himself. Right, and about Mark Hamill, one, one thing that Kyle says is that Hamill has an encyclopedic knowledge of pop culture. I have to say, I was listening to this talk and I thought, so do you guys. They do. I mean, I'm not super familiar with the late 90s boy band Five. No, I'd never heard of them. And of course, I've seen Saved by the Bell, but I definitely don't have as thorough a knowledge of that show as these guys do. Few do, few do, Nick. Or their memory of 80s and 90s pop culture in general. You were telling me earlier that Kyle Mooney has quite the collection of VHS tapes. Yeah, he has this insane library wall-to-wall in his apartment of just weird stuff that he picked up at yard sales and and thrift stores that is very obscure and and is completely fascinating to him. And which does figure in some ways into Brigsby Bear, the movie, of course, being one thing they talk about in this conversation, but they take in so much more. They do. I mean, I I love their conversation about karaoke and their favorite songs. Oh, God, there are some bad choices in there. There's some bad choices. Really bad choices. But I love that during a podcast, people just start singing. And and there's a lot of singing, and particularly Taron. And of course, earlier this year, he played King George III in Hamilton. And this isn't mentioned, but he actually came straight from a Hamilton softball game and, you know, was there in, in his Hamilton uniform and then just changed as soon as he reached Sonos. Nick, there are a lot of people who would pay a lot of money and wait a long fucking time for tickets to a Hamilton softball game. It's amazing. The songs they sing on second base are just incredible. Also, finding out about Taryn's teen pop star aspirations was pretty hilarious. No, that's a great story. Something that I definitely didn't know about. Also something that some people don't know about is that Taryn Killam is the voice of Nature Cat. And Nature Cat is a PBS show that is my daughter Cordelia's favorite TV show. And as I mentioned that just before we started rolling, it was actually the first thing that Taryn and Kyle start talking about. I still have yet to see Nature Cat. Yeah, well, let's talk about it. Um, it's a great. This PBS is an animated show. show. It is. Is it's there a message? Uh, it's it's usually in support and and discovery of things in nature and and about. Um, is this a cat different... that 
lives. W- He's Fred the house with- cat, but when his when his owners leave, he goes outside and he plays with his uh, group of outdoor adventurers okay. who are also animals. And it's How real. The dog. <laughs> and it's all real life. <laughs> This is all based on a true story. Um, it's really interesting, actually. I met the real nature cat, and he's sort of like, you know, he's an introvert. You know yeah, what I mean? He's a very sure, guarded sure. guy, but um, he's got some great stories. Give me a lot of tips, this, son. Yeah. He's like, I mean, like, he yeah. knows leaves like you wouldn't believe. He's like great. crazy for leaves. I gotta see um, it. What's up, dude? Uh, hanging in New York. For yeah, a welcome bit. back. Thanks. You just got back from LA. Yeah. I was in LA too. I just got back this morning. I, I took know, the I'm- red eye. Did you, did you come here specifically for this? No, you no, came no, no. for your softball game. Yeah, uh, well, a combo of things in that in that when Derek, the reason I was out there was for drunk history. Sure. Um, and Derek asked, sort of last second, if I could come out, and I said as long as I could be back Thursday because there was already several things sort right. of set up. So, well, I'm glad we're here together because you're. I feel like we're similar in the sense that we both hop the coasts or yes. just generally hop around and based based out of Cali. Yeah. Normally, you grew up in San Diego. That's true. I grew up uh, in Los Angeles County, San Bernardino County, Big Bear, but both Southern California guys. Both went to college in Southern California, USC, me, UCLA, UCLA. rivals. Um, but yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of bouncing back and forth, and um, I think you know we're fast friends. I think it's fair to say yeah. working on the show. Taryn uh, is not only a fast friend, but it was uh, always a very supportive person to me and I, and I will always appreciate that. I, bef- when I got on the show, when I got the phone call from Lauren saying that I was going to be coming, T- Taryn was one of the first persons to reach out and leave a voicemail saying how excited you were to hang and to write together and it was very meaningful. Yeah, I, bef- before I was even on the show, I was a good neighbor fan. I, I watched your videos and, and I was into your, into your steez. Well, again, All right. I guess you picked a lot. A, I guess you picked the right co-interviewer. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's been really cool. All right, cool. Thank you guys so much. Uh, Purchase Sono. We use built-ins in our house. We love it. Um, you can hook up Spotify, Pandora, or your own playlist on your uh, Apple or Samsung device, whatever you happen to use. But uh, it's really wonderful and good sound quality. Yeah, and, uh, Sonos going to say the same thing. If you want to go to like, check out Sonos. <laughs> um. Now to switch gears to the purpose of being here, another thing sure. we have in common is is that we both kind of got to um, make movies yeah. last summer. We were making movies con- at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Um, and we're sharing stories all through sort of development and through getting production happening. I remember even you were uh, very kind to let me read the script when you were like initially having meetings. Um, and and you wrote it. What is the name of your co-writer? Remind me. Kevin Costello. Yes, wrote it with me. And so that's yeah. who you're with in China. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And he is somebody I've known. I met in seventh grade at uh, Wagenheim Middle School. If there are any Wildcats out there, Woo! and uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I pitched it to him probably in the spring of 2013. Incidentally, I got on the show in the summer of 2013, and. Uh, and we kind of were working on it back and forth when I when I got breaks. Yeah. But yes, I was in Shanghai with Kevin. Yeah. No, and uh, you kind of covered what I was going to ask because the movie is very of you to me, and, and that is only a compliment because I am such a huge fan of yours and have great admiration 
for how specific you kind of define your own voice comedically. I think I think before you came to the show, you had, you you know your own rhythms, your own delivery, your own tone, and your own themes that are specific to you that you love. And and this movie has a ton of nostalgia in it, right? At the core is about nostalgia, um, especially for like pop culture. And I know that you know. You're a fan of TGIF, uh, yeah. ABC Friday sitcom lineup, and um, sitcoms of and of the '90s era, and kids shows as well. And Brigsby Bear has elements of that, and it seems absolutely, that that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, was the was that have sort you of the ever impetus? been inside my house? I don't know that you um, have. I've never the one here, the one, yeah, yeah, in the, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I have not been. Yeah, no, I mean, inside. like now, I feel like it. It's becoming. Kyle Mooney trivia to some degree that I, I have like a pretty relatively deep VHS collection and, it, and it's mostly children's TV shows from the 80s and 90s. Uh, a lot of stuff that we, we'll, we'll pick it pick up at Goodwill or, 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 or uh, Salvation Army or something, but a lot of stuff that's like educational or religious, stuff that will probably never exist on DVD because it was made in such small qualities and the production value is so low. Um, but yeah, that's the type of stuff I've always been drawn to, and maybe it's just because I'm, I'm a pretty nostalgic person. But you know, I mean, I feel like you're some. We, we yeah. Karen and I, try to go to Disneyland once a year together, so yes. I feel like we have some maybe similar brains in that way. Yeah, I, I mean, and 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 I'll pose this as a question by sort of explaining my uh, my relationship with that is that it just represents a time to me that was carefree and fun and and in a lot of ways like stuff that I love I love Star Wars and I love a lot of comic book stuff and I love all sorts of Saturday morning kind of cartoon Voltron and Thundercats and um, and Disneyland particularly growing up in Southern California yeah. it's a time that was so innocent and carefree and happy and also sort of the beginning of like dreaming and aspirations of oh man I'd love to be involved involved with programs like that I'd love to create or be on or voice a character or live yeah. at Disney, you know? Um, and so for that, it's always kind of like a nice vacation back there of like a, a really happy feeling that brings me joy. Totally. Uh, yes, I feel the same way. Uh, I, I feel like I told somebody recently, I feel like Star Wars was the first movie I saw that I w it made me curious about the movie making process. And like my dad explained like, oh, it was directed by, it was, there was a director, there was a person behind it named yeah. George Lucas. He actually, incidentally, was describing Return of the Jedi, which was not directed by George Lucas, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, but yeah, well, I mean, like, watching cartoons as a kid, for sure, I, the, there is something magic, magical about them, and the idea that these were drawings was always so trippy to me. Yeah, yeah, 24 drawings yeah, per, yeah. per second. Um, so, so, Back to Brigsby Bear, you know that this is a world that that um, ha, ha, from that, how did the story kind of evolve between you and Kevin? I mean, you said you'd pitched yeah. it to him as kind of a concept. Sure, yeah. I mean, the seed of the idea, I'm always like a little weary to not spoil too much. Yeah. Uh, but the seed of the idea was like a kid who is obsessed with a TV show um, that's produced by people in his life, basically. Which yeah. is already maybe giving too much away. But uh, no, you, I think that I think that's fair. But that was kind of yeah. the nugget. And I was just kind of intrigued by that idea. You know, like some like the a 
person who who's the only person who's ever seen a TV show. Yeah, yeah, that was that was from that was your initial idea. Yeah, what what I was so impressed, like what I was surprised by, and impressed and kind of proud of you. I don't know if that's that's the right, <laughs> but is is the sentiment in it? You know what I mean? Um, there, there's always an emotional quality to your comedy, but this really is, as Nick was saying, it's also a love letter to collaboration and to storytelling and to community. I mean, to family by the end of it, and you and Kevin and Dave McCary, your friend and the director of the film, yeah, um, did such a great job oh, with thanks, that Jeremy. in particular. Truly, truly. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, I think that's what we were going for, but also like, like you just. You're hinting towards the fact that Dave is another dude I've known since I was like 10 years old. Kevin, like I said, I've known since middle school. Beck Bennett is in the film as well, uh, who I met like my second week in college, and Nick Rutherford. So like there, there is not only this theme of friendship, but I'm in actuality and literally making the movie with my friends. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, There's seemingly some elements of, of autobiography in it and that you've yeah, always I mean, been I, ambitious I, and getting shooting your own things. That's and, how I am here, yes. I think, is like I just made videos with my friends and we put them on the internet and then gradually like I started getting work. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that definitely exists in the movie. But so, yeah, we, I mean like I'm, I'm super happy that people are coming away from it feeling like it's this sweet heartwarming thing um, because I, it's nice to make fe- people feel good. Yeah. Well, you did. Well, I want to do it again. Well, I don't think you'll have. And a I want to make you feel that. very good right now. All right. Okay. Well, uh, cut cameras. We'll save that for later. <laughs> Still got time on the <laughs> clock. Um, so you get you write this script with Kevin. How how was the process of getting the financing of bringing producers on board and and somebody saying to you, yes, we're definitely going to make this movie? Was that pretty easy? It felt like it happened relatively. Quickly. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Uh, I think. You know, we were fortunate in the fact that we were that I was working on the show and that we had some quasi relationships. Um, and I think people were into the script and in, in the sense that it was weird. It's not, not not super weird per se, but it's just different. It's original, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, you know, Lonely Island, their production company was one of the first groups to come on board to produce, and then Lord and Miller uh, came on as well. Um, and that was like kind of how. That was the beginning of the evolution of it getting made in like, you know, once these names were attached, then like cast, they read the script, they were into it. You know, I think I think we had a good package and uh, and that was super helpful in terms of everything. But yeah, it's always I mean, I mad, I know you went through this in your in your film. Yeah. Which is like when you're casting, you know, it's a tough thing where it's like you need money to get people to be in it, but you need people in it to get money and uh and then also people like drop out you know they'll make they'll make a commitment to you and and then they won't come through yeah. with that being said i i mean like i can't imagine my movie made with without the cast that's that's there yeah know? no the cast is amazing greg kinnear yourself beck as you said claire danes yeah. which is awesome Matt Walsh, Mark yeah. Hamill, Michaela Watkins. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. You guys did good. Did you enjoy production? I know you guys like 
and going, we were going to film in the same city at one point because my movie oh. filmed in Vancouver and you guys were, we there, were going to be, be there first. And yeah. then there's just no crew and you guys switched last second. But but once you were shooting, was it enjo- an enjoyable? Yeah, Utah, we were in Utah. We were in and around Salt Lake. And uh, the nice thing about it was like none of us are from there. So it was like just kind of like a a specific place where it's like, well, we're here just to make a movie. You know what I mean? There were no distractions. And truly it was one of the best times of my life. And and I think it's because not only, we were having so much fun making the movie and we're all friends and we're all getting along that it felt like if this fails, it's okay because like we had such a good time doing it and we had the opportunity to do it. You know what I mean? Yes, very much so. Yeah, yeah, but you did it, and now it's going to be and seen now by the world. We're, I'm surrounded by Sonos gear. Yeah, you're living the dream. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I well, it, it it seemed to only grow from there in terms of the good fortune and 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 people responding yeah, we've to been, it. Yeah, it's been nice. Yeah, we've gotten gotten. A, you we, went to Sundance. We went to Sundance. We just we were at Cannes uh, earlier. Yep. This summer, and I just got back from the Shanghai International Film Festival. Cool. Tomorrow How was night. that? Um, uh, I'm going to say bomb.com. Okay, okay. Um, uh, you can look that up. <laughs> it is a commercial website, so there might be applicable fees, but... I actually would like to go to the bomb.com website. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder what... It, might, it could be restricted. It could be like a restricted... Like actual website. bombs? Bomb, yeah, exactly. It could also be just like a search engine. Like a, like It'll fully be like a... Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Shanghai was cool. Like a lot of... I don't know how you are when you go to like a destination like that, but it's, it's, it was all about food for me, basically. Sure. Yeah, that's a big... That's very important. And we me. were like... Uh, one of our producers, this guy, Al D, who's... Chinese and was kind of taking us to all the hot spots. Cool. And I might have had a few beers. Okay. Yep. The boy did it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, it comes out in July in theaters. Did some karaoke too. Yes. You July. did some karaoke. You did. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Well, sorry. I'm going to jump back because karaoke is. You know, it's very important to me, yeah, and it's yeah. kind of a big part well, of our relationship. You're a good singer. Thank you very much. That's I'd like to think. Kind of you. So I don't know what that is song. <laughs> uh, uh, what is what? What is, is there a book? Is it digital? Because I went to I went to karaoke in Boston in Chinatown, which is I think the closest to the <laughs> to your experience. And I'm, English was like the, the sixth, Chinatown within Boston, within Boston, yeah, yeah. Massachusetts, and English was like the sixth option. And so you had to dig deep to find, like, whoop, there it is. Um, I'm going to try to describe the uh, environment as best as possible. Though, with that being said, like, uh, I was in a peculiar state. Okay. All right. Let's just say there was dim sum and some and some and some. What do you mean? That you ate a lot and you were also probably drinking quite a bit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, was that um, a surprise? It to was you? Ma- the building we were in was massive. Yeah, and like it's all private room. This place we went to, and literally, like at one point, we got out of the room, and like I was just walking down a corridor, and it was like sketchy. It was like it was like a sketchy karaoke place because yeah. it just kept on going, and there'd be like people smoking, <laughs> and I was actually very nervous. But uh, the song, the way the songs work, I. Th- I mean, you were able to type in 
it was like a yeah. it was like a interface. Got it. And uh, I think if you you were able to choose English, it cool. was it was actually not that yeah. tough. It what, was either. What like, is your go-to karaoke song? I mean, it's sort of dependent on the situation. Uh, I really love um, New Radicals. Get what you give, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Billy Joel, New York State of Mind. But what I like to do, <laughs> I feel like I just, I feel like New Radicals. You're like. <laughs> and then Billy Joel's New York City Mind, you're like, not as, not as. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's why you said well, it depends it on the situation. You know what I mean? Like, if you're getting pumped up. But I like to do, uh, I'd like to think I was the first person to ever do this. Whenever, depending on the city I'm in, I change it. You, I feel like you may have experienced this, but like I guess you. in a Shanghai state of mind. Exactly. Okay. And then I like to throw out some Shanghai references. Some guys like to get away, go yeah, to Hooters a, in Shanghai. <laughs> but then somebody told me, they're like, oh, I saw somebody doing that exact same thing oh, you damn. do. So I was. Damn. Uh, what about you? Who, who was traveling the karaoke circuit enough to like overlap with somebody? Like, oh, somebody was rocking that bit. Because it's obviously gonna, it's going to be it in Caitlin your social. Shiel. It was in your social circle then. I think it was. So a, it was like I think online? it was like. I think it was like a, a friend was at a bar. Got it. Where they were doing karaoke. Doing I think it was a stranger. All right. But what's your go-to? Well, I, where I can really like, I can bring down the house with Muse's Starlight. Um, but I also love to bring the groom together with Oasis's Don't Look Back in Anger. That's a. I feel like that's becoming somewhat of a. And I see again some people nodding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Approval, good approval. <laughs> What's the problem with New York State? <laughs> uh, it's a true story and yeah. love letter to the city. Uh-huh. Uh, He's from I, New I Jersey, like I think, right? Uh, no, that, that's yeah, I think Bruce right. Spring- oh, is he? Wait, no, he's... Bruce Springsteen. Now I'm going to feel like a dummy. Is, that's okay. Um, I, don't, I don't know enough, Joel. I always uh, feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like there's an Elton Joel... Uh, uh, I just spoiled the the Elton John camp and a Billy Joel sure. camp. That those two that that's a very they're like two sides of the same coin, yeah. kind of. But like you either have a preference for Elton John or Billy Joel, right? And yeah. And always, my my father and his uh, Nissan 300ZX had the uh, Billy Joel Greatest Hits Volume One and Two as I made awesome. my way through childhood. So yeah. I think that's that was kind of the the reason for me being big into him. Got it. But yeah, but I feel like. When I the last, I don't know how many times we've done karaoke together. I'm gonna say four, six. That's it. No, ten, at least. I guess I forgot all of the like at, that they're the like after afters after that we do the yeah. after afters. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like one of them. I feel like I remember you doing some. Do you have you done any like? In sync or Backstreet Boys? I feel like I remember like a '90s esque boy band or something I, like that. I love all '90s boy band song uh, bands and songs. Uh, I was more in sync than Backstreet, but I have much love for Backstreet. I liked a '98 Degrees. I liked a Five. Do you remember you, Five? But was Baby, that with the number when five? the lights go, go out? Yeah. All the things the word you're not express. Shanghai, Shanghai and tenderness. Please don't use my thing. I apologize. <laughs> I, I feel like I've seen a few guys do it. Um, oh. But uh, yeah, you were in a boy band, weren't that. you? No, I would have. I would have oh, died. Well, too. I don't know why what I like made what, like, I like created this mythos in my head. I think I can explain it. In that, I oh, you were in a Disney a, Channel a Disney original Channel movie. original movie where I yeah. played kind of like a boy band pop star guy. Growing up, I would have killed to be in a boy band. You would have also killed. You would have crushed. I, I feel. think I could have been okay because I think I think. 
There was like a couple stages. There was like when I was four, maybe 13, I felt like I was pretty young. Like my mom like called into like Capitol Records or whatever and said like, my son wants to sing. And so she actually got me an audition to go in for some, I don't know who it was, but Damn. like she, like, and I was in the room and I sang. The, the theory being like, they're, they're either forming boy bands or they're just, it's like an open to hear call. talent and like connect you and see if, you know, package. Cause like, I feel like those boy bands were kind of put together. Like they didn't yeah, yeah, necessarily yeah. find each other organically. Sometimes they did, but, um, and well, I say there's, there's a, a guy that like put well Ron uh, Lou Pearlman Lou, Lou Pearlman. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he's in who died in jail I think well that's awkward bring it down um but he was also apparently a horrible human being so yeah um, I watched the Backstreet Boys documentary I would have done anything spend. to be <laughs> under the guidance <laughs> of the horrible crook that is Lou Pearlman at that time <laughs> sure I wanted like MMC I was into I was really into Kids Incorporated I love Kids Incorporated I'm, it, like that that was that, that, that was a big after school television era for me yeah those, those Kids Incorporated variety. as a very strong alumni yes incre- yes uh, Fergie Fergie Jennifer at the point at the time Jennifer Love, love Hewitt. Hewitt she was yeah. just love um, is there somebody else? Well, Mario Lopez actually was a dancer and oh, played uh, drums in the background of a. Of okay. A, yeah. Uh, Pre-saved by the bell. Also, oh man, see the thing is, like, I'm I I feel bad because I can't. I'm, I'm gonna forget these these names. Do you know that one song? It's like the toy tin soldiers or something like that. Does anyone know that song? Uh, toy, toy soldiers. soldiers. Yeah, yeah, yeah that M&M? one. Yeah. So we. Oh no! There's like a song from the late. Yeah, yeah. And by inch we all fall down. But that's like a female singer from the late '80s, and it's a singular name. It's a sample for. I know it from the Eminem song. And she, she was, she was there too. A a kid incorporated. I just had like fantasy dreams of just like being on the show and like dating whoever. And there was a girl I can't remember her name, but she had like very black hair and like bangs, and she always wore like bright lipstick, and I was like in love with her. I don't remember her name either. Yeah. But I can I still see her face. But yeah, but I I I wanted to I also remember when InSync like first came out Disney Channel would do like live from Orlando meet InSync concert and they would do like they'd play three songs and they'd be like it's tearing up my you know and they'd do like all the big hits and then there'd be interludes where you got to like spend time with each band member and watch and I remember watching it like meeting all the guys Lance's was like you know I just I love horseback riding. I love horses, and I love I love going jet skiing. And I was like, Lance is my dude. Yeah, Lance that's is a my guy. Sick lifestyle. <laughs> I mean, if I could give it up now, if I could cash in, ride horses and jet skis, you'd never. What are you into? Yeah. What are you into? Ah, horse, horses, and jet horses, skis. jet skis. Let's see. On land, uh, riding horses. On water, uh, probably more jet ski guy. Have you revisited um, MMC, which is the new Mickey Mouse Club? Not like clips, like like yeah, I I have as well. But it's I love it's it's there are like some really wonderful moments between yeah. um, Justin Timberlake and Ryan Gosling, who, yes, who is also on the show. But uh, there's the skits in between the uh, the songs they perform are stellar. They're yeah, they're really fun. And like you can't always, t- a, always can't a tight tell- premise. Yeah, exactly. Super <laughs> tight premise. Good joke structure. Yeah, <laughs> there's I one. There's one like uh, it's worth checking it out on YouTube. It's a, a skit involving the girl group, es- Escape. Escape. Yes, with an X. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of and, uh, and it's just Justin and 
Ryan riffing with them about like how they came up with their name, but yeah, it's it should it kind of right. That's itself. that should come out July twenty eighth in the theaters. <laughs> Maybe it could be like your Pixar short before Brigsby Bear. <laughs> how does that Please work? Stay tuned, Disney. The, I wonder the if, Pixar shorts. Well, it's all like in studio produced, content. and those are computer graphics. Yeah, so uh, you know they they work on a on a three D grid uh, graphic landscape. Um, they're building the models, and that kind of that that kind of sets the motion. Okay, of these but who's Luxo Junior? Uh, now I, that's above my pay grade. He's the lamp. Okay, he's the lamp you. that becomes the eye. Uh, <laughs> duh. I liked the interstitials of MMC that were very serious, like Teen Angel. Do you remember that? Like Teen Angel. They had these like little mini movies, like like dramatic series with inside oh, yes. the show yeah, yeah, that yeah, they yeah. cut to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was big. That was big. Remember Fred? Was he like the adult? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of those shows have that. Yeah. Um, I feel like you can't do that on television. Add like adults. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the All Kids Incorporated really. did. I don't think Kids Incorporated. Uh, Saved by the Bell, obviously, Mr. Belding, and then Max. Yeah, Saved by the Bell is my favorite. TV that's your show. favorite ever. I think so. You've obviously, and do you include Ms. Good Morning, Mrs. What is Bliss? It? Yeah, Miss Bliss. Yeah, yeah because is it, that it, canon? Well, it is though. Uh, this is common knowledge and trivia to people who are fans of the show. In in that show. Um, their school was located in like Indiana, and then when it came to so NBC, Zach, it was moved to Lisa and Screech. Conceivably moved together, their three families moved. Well, together. no, they just kind of tried to fake it as I see. When, uh, I see. Yeah, they did. It was just a creative shift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. got it. Yeah. Where do you land in the Tory era? Versus like Kelly Kapowski, because like, or, or like Tori kind of took over for Jesse, right? Is that right? Both Jesse and Kelly were gone. We're gone, in the Tory and Tori episodes. came in. Interesting. Um, where do I stand? Yeah, uh, I, I will say I wasn't like the biggest Tori fan. Sure. She was very aggressive. Yeah. She was very hostile. And I don't know that I fully believed the commitment to the character in the first place. Well, I'm not going to go that far. Okay. What I will say is that as like a probably eight or nine year old kid, yeah. like it was definitely like abstract. <laughs> yeah. Well, who, who's it's this? Like, well, is nobody going to talk about the fact that Kelly Kapowski is nowhere to be seen? Yeah. And, and, uh, but do you know the story behind that? No. What happened was they had a contract to shoot so many episodes with the entire cast. And the show was like so popular that um, they asked to do more. And basically, Tiffany, Amber Thiessen, Elizabeth. and Elizabeth Berkeley were like, "No, we're out of it. We're out of this." Yeah. So wow. they shot those more episodes. They hired Tori, the person who played Tori. Yeah. But they did within those episodes they shot with Kelly and Jesse. They managed to shoot like the graduation episode. Got it. So so, so like in as they probably aired live, it would have been like. Kelly Jesse, Kelly Jesse, Kelly Jesse, Kelly Jesse, 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 Tori, 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 Tori. That's what it felt like. Kelly Jesse. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. that they came back. Yeah. But Tori was but no always mention. after the fact. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And where did the beach, where did the beach uh, Lee Remini series fit was, into that? I think that was the season right prior to that, like, senior year. So the last year. Okay, got yeah. it, got it. Were you a college years fan? You know, at the time, I don't know that I, I saw... Uh, 
every episode, but I have recently revisited, and oh. now I can now I can say I'm a full on completist. Yeah, uh, I've seen every episode of College Years and uh, Wedding in Vegas. Uh, I guess I haven't rewatched. There's like a Hawaii Hawaii one trip yeah. that I haven't rewatched. I, I remember seeing that. Yeah. Well, can, if I congratulate you on anything that's happening in your life, congratulations on that. Yeah, I don't know what it means. <laughs> it means you're a fan. It means you're a true but fan. But I do like Dave, for instance, who, taking it back to uh, the to film. To Bear. The film we the made. The film that you made and star in and is wonderful and is out in theaters July 28th. <laughs> yeah. Is that New York, LA, or is there yeah. other? New, New York, York, LA, and, and then we'll like expand a, a afterwards. Hope, hoping people go to see it. Then Exciting. More, uh, okay. more theaters. But yeah, Dave grew up with me, so we we kind of... We can share like Saved by the Bell references, and that's kind of you know what I mean. There are like little moments that I that I'll think of like, oh man, wasn't it crazy? I don't know. There are a lot of I could go off on yeah. a SBTB tangent. Truly, uh, did you? Were there other ones that you liked even half as much? TV shows generally, yeah. Well, like you said, I met I Malibu like, Dreams or City Guys, California or, Dreams, California Dreams, Sorry, Malibu. Yeah. I think it was Malibu, California, uh, okay. or something like that. I apologize. Uh, Malibu, CA. I apologize. Yeah, Hang Time, the TNBC lineup. Yeah. Uh, no, nothing. I mean, I like in th- in theory, I'd watch. Uh, Cal- I'd try to. I could be into California Dreams. Yeah, but I liked it. I mean, I watched it, but I don't. I'm, I don't know much. It'll about never it. be Saved by the Bell. No favorite episode. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say the episode where. Uh, <laughs> Where uh, it's a uh, running Zach, where Zach uh, learns that he has uh, Native American ancestry, and at the same time, um, <laughs> this is so crazy. This is crazy to me, and it makes me laugh. Uh, uh, Lisa is talking about her ancestry and and her and her family. They were they were slaves, and Jesse's family were slave owners. Oh dear. So like throughout the episode, Jesse is like apologizing <laughs> to Lisa. Okay. All and right. also like they Zach, covered so many topics. Yeah. They covered a, a wider range. But that, Zach in that episode. Zach like initially just does like some really weak research mm-hmm. into his lineage and does like a very stereotypical like Indian chief mm-hmm. presentation. Yeah. And his teacher's like, nah, nah, you gotta go meet this guy. And, <laughs> Who is the teacher again? Mrs. Jacker. <laughs> It was Mrs. Jack. Mrs. Jack. He's like, nah, nah, Zach. <laughs> Zach, you tripping. I don't remember her name. Yeah. But then he meets, she introduces him to her friend who's uh, who's a, a of part Native of American descent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, opens his eyes and his heart probably a little bit by the end of it, by the end of the episode. That's all very accurate. Yeah. That's all true. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that I've seen that one. I love. I always loved like Agatha Christie murder mystery things. So the oh, yeah. the episode where it's like a murder mystery, I was yeah. way way into, and I felt like that got a lot of replay. That, yeah, that um, one reminds me. Yeah, because that took place outside of the school. Right. The, the similar ones. There's one like where they all, they're in a mall. I think it's like a two parter. They're trying to get oh, you two t- you two tickets. Oh wow! Oh yeah, I don't remember that one. That's that sounds yeah. impressive. You should. You gotta check out this show. I gotta see it. I gotta. I gotta catch up. Um, speaking of being a fan of things and speaking of Brigsby Bear, how was it working with Mark Hamill at, at this point in his career too, where it's like, I mean, I've obviously he means a lot to me personally. Yeah. And now he's kind of back thrust back into this universe of Star Wars with the new movies coming out. 
Uh, awesome. It was yeah. it was rad. It was uh, the role he plays is this character named Ted, and um, we wanted somebody who just you wouldn't like think of immediately. You know what I'm you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, somebody who could play eccentric, and uh, we also wanted somebody who could potentially do voice work. And so when he and he's a prolific voiceover artist, uh, when he kind of popped in our mind, he he was perfect. But it was it was rad, and it was you know like you said, we're fans of that move of those movies, and uh, it was trippy. It's like yeah. you know, it just kind of it took time to be on set and to be like kind of at ease. Yeah, but also to, to like bring in the references, you know, like yeah. kind of in between takes. Like, yes. so what was it like? Yeah, 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 yeah of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, he's such a big comedy fan too. Yeah, his, he's got a pretty encyclopedic knowledge of pop culture generally. Yeah. 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 But yeah, he, yeah. yeah. What was, what, what, uh, did you guys have a rap party? Yes, we did. He, he didn't, he, he was he gone there. by he was then. Gone. Yeah, you shot him out. Uh, rap party was good. We did karaoke at the rap party. Fun. Did, was it crazy? Was that the craziest night of partying you did while you were out there? Um, there was a night where we played uh, King's Cup in my hotel room. Oh, fun. Uh, and it went long and went strong. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there were certain people that were upset with me the next, the following day. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Because of actions that you could like take full responsibility. Just because with me, it? just the party doesn't stop. I hear that. <laughs> All right. Truth. Truth. <laughs> First-hand experience. And uh, sometimes people want it to stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes very reasonable people <laughs> who are close to they me They want things life, to be like turned down. Like, All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Where are you at with Gunther? It's, uh, we're, we're coming out in October theatrically. I think the 22nd. So you, got to, you got to work with another icon, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a trip. That was that was very exciting because um, he's sort of the villain of our movie. Spoiler alert! Um, and we always kind of wanted to cast it as like a third act reveal because we're chasing him down. He's sort of like this boogeyman. Um, and as soon as he was interested, it kind of changed everything. Only only in good ways, but you aren't going to keep that. A secret, really? Sure, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, just, just but even I knew from that, like. But I knew that going in, and it, that, it, it, in some ways, it can make it more fun. You know what I mean? Like I you're, so. you're waiting for that moment. I think so. And yeah. and 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 now the reveal is not who, but kind of like how, what kind of person? Yeah, yeah, yeah how yeah. he's involved yeah, yeah, and yeah. how he is and who. Yeah. Um, and he was so game. He really. I mean, there was, there was very little that he said no to, and he actually showed up with a lot of ideas and jokes and and was such a team player and very respectful and and very prepared and he's got to um, be very strong i would imagine he's got just muscles for days um yeah he works out a fair amount did you ever see catch him in the act working out i i does asked, he have a gym on like set no no this this is really cool he has worked in vancouver a few times the the most recent time before our film was for, I think, the most recent Terminator. 
Um, and he, he's like, he loved working up there and he's like, oh, we, we said, do you want a gym? Do you need? And he's like, no, the Y is right around the corner. They have a great gym. And he would just go to the Y, he'd wake up in the morning. And I said, I was like, I'd love to work out with you. Um, some one day I'd love to like come and just like have them spot you. Just, yeah. Just shred. And unfortunately, like, you know, I was, I was directing and I was acting in it and the right. So I, I, I did not have he much does, free yeah, time, I, but I actually, uh, I uh, train at the 24-Hour Fitness in Hollywood. Uh, and my trainer uh, says that he, he sees Arnold at the Gold's Gym, like the, cl- the iconic Gold's Gym, like pretty regularly. Yeah, yeah. He's very, he, he's not as, you know, there are some security precautions, but he's pretty accessible. And I think a big part of that is always kind of being a, a man of the people, you know what sure. I mean? That that he's a promoter of himself right. through bodybuilding and, and very accessible there. And then becoming a movie star maybe got different, but then once he got into politics, he's very hands-on, he's very active politically and he's constantly traveling for different, you know, summits and causes and stuff. And he and he's there's like there's a bodybuilding competition in his name now that happens all over the world and on every continent and yeah. on every inhabitable continent. Um my and trainer, so, I think, competed in it. Oh, amazing. Oh, cool. How did he Tony do? Tony Tirado. Tony Tirado. Okay. He did great. Awesome. Just getting there is like a win. Yes. Just to be accepted. I've, and he's I, Mexican and he represents. All right. I didn't. <laughs> um, no, no, spin it. No, he just he, he, he represents. He's he Mexico. He, he, yeah, which is awesome. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. He's just very, he's got to be very. <laughs> Why your publicists are like freaking out? <laughs> Did you just say Mexico? <laughs> um, I feel like you had because I've never seen a bodybuilding competition where it's like eight jack dudes and then like one guy who just had the fee. You know what I mean? Who just like I believe in me. Like you have to be there, there in like dope a, shape. There's a mi- for the Arnold one. I, there's like some sort of inv- invitational a- aspect component. Is there any part of you? That, one. that wants to get in like dope shape has ever like been like, what would it be like to get in like dope shape? Like awesome shape. The, the way I see it is if like a role. role. Yeah. Yeah. And, and somebody pays but for no, it. But like, and then, as, yeah. I don't know that I could, I would feel There's always weird. the like in, being in comedy, you always kind of feel like it would be phony or it would be dishonest. In some way, you know, what I mean? like it wouldn't be, I wouldn't be authentically me I'd, if I suddenly yeah. became, it, it would, it'd be a visual. I mean, it would be fun. I would like, at the same time, it would be fun. I would love to be able like to a do year 20 pull-ups easily. Just to be like totally jacked. Yeah. Like a summer, for a summer. Yeah. Like I, I would love, I would love to like enjoy my holidays because I always go crazy around the holiday. I just, I right. enjoy them and food is very important. And then like January 2nd, just go, it's on. And then, like that first day of summer, just <laughs> not into it. You don't. You're not following me. Then? No, that's hot. Okay, cool. <laughs> but what is that song? <laughs> it's from uh, Fast Times at Richmond High. Oh, uh, okay. It's the I thought Phoebe it was Kate's, um, Phoebe Kate's song when uh, freestyle. Don't stop the rock. Don't know if you know that one, but it's like um, don't stop the rock. Can't stop the rock. You can't stop it's the actually, rock. You know, actually, Don't. it's do 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 do. Or is that's that push, push it? it by push it. Yeah. 
Uh, now I can't remember the melody. Axel Foley. No, you're doing Are you watching Glow? I've not started yet, but I but I, I I will, and I've got some pals who who worked on it. Are so it. it's really to. great, and I bring it up just because they do they in episode two they use "Stir It Up," which is maybe my favorite song from Beverly Hills Cop. It's like when he arrives, like doom doom, ba doom boom 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 doom, ba doom 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 doom. I can't do it different no more. Stir it up, got to leave it up shop. If I live by tomorrow, I'm not gonna take it anymore. Wait, how does the song go? I don't remember. <laughs> um, I don't remember Stir It Up, to be honest. You don't remember Stir It Up? If you watch it again, you'll yeah. be like, oh, yeah, 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 I'm into that. Um, would you make another movie? I would like to, yeah. Do you have any inkling of what it could be? I've got I've got two little ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But you want to kind of play them close to the vest, obviously. Yeah, I'm kind of like one of those uh knock on wood guys. You know yeah. what I mean? Like okay. uh I'm very superstitious. Okay. I didn't know that. But let's I don't just think say I realize that. Oh, yeah. You're very superstitious. Yeah. Are there any at SNL are there any show rituals? That that you have like on a on tape night. Um. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. How how <laughs> did Brigsby Bear happen outside of the show? Did you pitch it first to Broadway and then I did. Yeah. And the, and, uh, and they said go go with Grace and and we yeah. support you and yeah. I mean, like I guess, which it turned out rad because that's how Lonely Island and Lord Miller got involved. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I'm, I'm sure one could make the argument that it's not a specifically Saturday Night Live movie. Sure. Yeah, no, no. It feels very, it feels very much like a, like a Kyle Mooney movie, like a Kyle Mooney, Dave McCary movie. Cool. Yeah. And I look forward to seeing many more. What about you? I do. I kind of know. I kind. I, I. I said earlier. I love like sort of murder mystery. So I'd love to do oh, yeah. a little sort of. I have an idea for comedic. Um, sort of. I love the thin. You know the Thin Man. Do you know mm -hmm. those movies? That franchise. I love that. I love. It's sort of like screwball, but he and his wife are a comedic relationship, but they're very grounded, and everybody around them are very heightened characters. Got it. Um, so something in that vein, I'd really like to do. Have you but, seen? Uh, uh, I want to say it's Murder by Death. Yes, very much so. You ever made it with a fat waitress? You remember that line, Peter Falk? <laughs> he's basically playing like Humphrey Bogart. Yeah. He's like, and he's talking to, I think the character who's supposed to be like the thin man. And he's like, you ever, you ever made it with a fat waitress? And he's you like, do a good no, Falk. I don't really. Bill does like maybe the best ever. Have you seen his? I have. I mean, yeah, not in recent memory, but yeah. I have. Anyway, he's like, you've never, I love Peter Falk. you've never had good sex until you've done it with a big waitress. And that always made me laugh and still kind of does. I've only seen it once, but it seems like you've seen I've it. I've seen it a few times. Yeah. Few, because I love, like all, like they, they are spoofing Maltese Falcon and they're spoofing The Thin Man and they're spoofing Charlie Chan mysteries, yeah. which are like, 
horribly offensive now. Right. But growing up, they were like available at the library. So we would like rent those and there's a big, big franchise there. And, and I just always liked the whodunit, which has kind of become TV shows a little bit. You know what I mean? Like Law and Order sure. changed the whodunit into an episodic thing. Um, but I still think it can be done um, in, in, a, in a narrative film with engaging characters. I think that, that would be... Yeah, well, if you want me to pitch any jokes or anything. You want to do some punch-ups for me? Yeah. I'm That'd down. be tight. That'd be tight. Um, I think the world of you. I enjoy hanging out with you. I look forward to our Disneyland trip this coming summer, hopefully. I feel the same way. I love you very much, um, brother. I'm proud of you. Um, Brigsby Bear is fantastic. Thanks, it's like Aaron. hilarious and and beautiful. And I hope everybody who who hears and sees this goes and, and watches that film. And support independent filmmaking yeah exactly right it's and some in some ways the future because it's either big budget superhero franchise blockbusters or or you kind of got to do it grassroots which we did thank you to sonos for supporting independent podcasting and thanks to kyle and taryn for taking part in the podcast Listeners, thanks for listening. If you're one of those obsessive Hamilton fans that checks out everything the actors do and you came to us that way, you've got to listen to our episode with Hamilton himself, Javier Munoz, in conversation with John Cameron Mitchell. And if you are an SNL fanatic, of course, go back and check out A.D. Bryant with Jesse Klein and Vanessa Bear with her brother, Jonah Bear. And if you just happen to have come to us through our own podcast, you listen regularly, please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Rate and review us. Every time you do, help someone else find the podcast. Come find us on Facebook. Check out our Instagram where you can see pictures of this talk and all the rest. Hit us up on Twitter. And check us out on YouTube where you can see this talk in its entirety and get exclusive clips from many others. I'm Ellie Einhorn. I'm Nick Dawson. And just before we go, I have to say, the person that Kyle was trying to think of is Martika. What better way to end this podcast? Bye. Bye. What's happening right now? <laughs> <laughs>